Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Living the Dream Almost Live. My name is Mark Cridland, I'm the producer, I try to hold this all together, and I'm joined by my regular comedian, Mr. Paul Tingey, and a stand-in host, Mr. Trevor Feelgood. Yes, AMJ's off again, so Trevor's in, but we do have some interesting stuff to chat about this week, such as the world's biggest joystick, Paul misusing the Weatherspoons app, and the man who's collecting chips. Hmm, strange. We also talk about the parents who have been naming all of their 11 kids using just four letters. Dave has got a story. Yes, Dave the Elephant's actually got a story. And Paul lets us know all about the fireworks that were on last weekend. Yes, both myself and Paul were at Lydon Hill and it was spectacular. So more information about that. Plus, of course, we have the quiz. Yes, the weird, nonsensical, very odd quiz hosted by an elephant and a giraffe. And this week, we have two celebrity guest comedians. They are Mr. Wilson and Luke Adams. Yes, both very funny comedians, very good team members as well. So sit back, relax, and enjoy another week of Living the Dream. It's a hero's lid. I've just realized it's a hero's lid. Yeah. You have a hero's lid because you're a hero. I'm a food hero. That's official. What's a food hero? Was, um, well, just look at me. <laughs> <laughs> we eat all of the food so that no one else has to. So Trevor's here again because AMJ is out gigging again. So he's left us. He's abandoned us. And now it's just us. So much so that I even added uh, Mr. Trevor to our group chat on Facebook. Yeah, that outraged me, to be honest. What? After all this time, I thought it was only right. Yeah, but now I can't be outright mean about them anymore. <laughs> I'm the I'm the fifth beetle. Or the yeah. fourth beetle. Or ever beetle. Uh, no, no, I, I think you find you're the sixth dreamer. Ah. There's, there's, AM, there's AMJ. Uh-huh. Me, Geraldine and Dave. That's what I thought. No, I'm not being outranked by an elephant. No. And and you're and you're behind Clayton. And the very brief appearance of Silver Squirrel. <laughs> Yeah, it's a good point. I completely forgot. Living the dream, live. Almost. <laughs> yes, did you notice? Have, has anyone oh, actually... Oh, 800, double O, 1066. What? Sorry. Oh, oh shut up! <laughs> has anyone noticed the slight change in the name <laughs> of the podcast? That yeah. I changed about a month ago. I noticed it. I enjoyed I it. it. That's because it was your idea, Paul. Was it? That bit, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, oh. it was your idea. You said that you said, oh, we should call it Almost Live. Yeah. Uh, I slightly changed it. And it is, it's on there. It's still, we've still got the previously known as Free Men and Little Virus, just in case anyone searches for that, because that was the name of the podcast when we got into the top 20 of the UK best comedy podcasts of 2021. I tell you, it's all about. 
Well, that's not really the point, is it? The point is people want to make a difference. And that is the most important thing about comedy. And the most important thing about comedy that people always seem to forget is. That was it. I don't know what it was. Well, um, talking of uh, exciting news and podcasts, yeah. I actually got an email this week, DJ Critters. Did you know? Yes. A lot to them. From, uh, well, okay, I've got, if, if we're talking about professional, well, I've got over 5,000 this week. But, and I am aware it is only Tuesday when we're recording, but for the podcast, I got an email from a comedy agent asking if he could send his comedians onto our podcast. He'd heard the podcast and thought it'd be um, great for his um, at his clients, if you will, to come onto the podcast. Um, so more news on that uh, when it develops. Are they, uh, are they people that we might have heard of? Um, a couple of them are TV names, so we probably won't get those ones. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but we'll probably, um, we'll, if you've not heard of them, I, I think Trevor and me probably have heard of most of them. Wow. And then yeah, everyone would have heard of them by the time they've been on here. Yeah. Make them household you know, names. Uh, our fantastic listener, Jay. Hello, Jay. Hope you're having fun out there. Jay, Jay. He's doing all right, isn't he? Yeah. Jay, um, because you know, normally we have Trev listening, but Trev is on the show now, so yeah, we've half our listenership by getting him in. And we, we almost well, listen when I'm not on sometimes ish. <laughs> we, we almost had um Al Baldinio this week. Oh, do you know what that us down? What me forgetting to message him. <laughs> He's been on before, so um, he knows he knows his way around. He's been, just, he's been um, twice, hasn't he? Now, uh, no, only once so far. And it was then uh, Wilson. Wilson, uh, he's been on once. Is he? Yeah. He's due on later on if he's uh, if he's still around. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. Are they fully aware if they do enough being guests and they actually become one of the guest uh, hosts, like I did? Is it like is it like getting a like getting a coffee? Like if you keep knocking them off, then you end up being replacing AMJ. Yeah, basically, what happens is after five guest appearances, you become host. Yes. Mm. Although um, some of your some of your mates like um, Amanda Bus has, has been on as well, haven't they, Trev? No, no, don't don't mention her. <laughs> and He's in Bob. prison. That, that that Chris Barnes, he's been around a few times as well, hasn't he? No, Chris Barnes has never been on. Yeah. No, no. He did once. No. I'm sure he did once. No, that was Steve Nightingale. Nice Steve Nightingale. Nice they look similar. I, I listened to the podcast last week and Dave, oh, well, no, actually, no, Dave didn't, but Geraldine and myself seemed to think that Chris Barnes was on last week. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I kept getting the name wrong. I did. And so did Geraldine. It was disgraceful. Never happened before. I think it's because Geraldine had um, five shots of vodka before before we started, <laughs> and and Paul had two shots of uh, double shots of that eighty five percent brandy. That's just over his shoulder. So was um, was Geraldine necking the vodka? Three. There we go. Proper joke. 
for about the 600th time we've used that joke on this podcast now. No, it's not. No, it's not. Uh, anyway, um, first part of the podcast every week is always containing weird stuff and things that have been happening this week. So, um, who wants to go first with some weird news? Not me. Trev. Yes. Have you got something? How, how long do you think, how big do you think the world's biggest gaming joystick is? I'll tell you what, I've been on a few joysticks. I've given me plenty of joy. And the biggest one I've had is 26 inches. Yeah, this is why I picked it. Just for you to say that. <laughs> you know, when I picked it, I could hear that voice in my head going, Oh, I bet I've ridden on lots of them. <laughs> it said, I'm, um, not, I'm not Sarah Millican. Oh, I'm Sarah Millican off the telly. Oh, oh, I've got a big neck, you know. I'm, I'm, I'm a slapper and stuff. I'm, I mean, I mean Geraldine. I, I don't mean Sarah Millican. <laughs> um, one of the guests that you said that might come on, it wasn't her, was it? No. <laughs> oh, that's all right then. Oh dear. Uh, world's biggest joystick. Yeah, but in the article it said world's biggest gaming joystick and i thought you can only get gaming joystick can a joystick is a joystick isn't it well apart from it was written by an old person you can can get a joystick in an airplane you can get a joystick in um a bulldozer you can get a joystick in uh, summers and summers as well is that what they they call it the the bulldozer is that what the name of the the sex toys is i I have no idea um are we talking length Width or height or, or girth? Um, uh, height. Height. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna go with. Oh, uh, do you want it in centimeters or feet? Feet. Six foot six inches. Right. So, uh, critters. What do you think? <laughs> um, I'm gonna go with ten foot. Oh, good it's morning, Mr. madam. Mr. Mr. Critters is 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 closer. It's nine foot. Oh, however, we're playing Price right. is Right rules. He's gone over. He loses. He's still closer than you. Yeah, but you have they... if you go over in Price is Right, you don't get it. Uh, why have they made this massive joystick then? I don't know. Why you wouldn't have to play it, would you? Because it'd be so big. I think it was just to break the world record. They decided That's to build make it. Yeah. It would be easy with all the buttons, wouldn't it? I would never used to have enough fingers when I was. Don't you start? Don't don't you? No. That's the problem the boys have with me. Not enough fingers. It's effing ridiculous. All I'm here is to set Geraldine up for jokes, aren't I? That's all I'm here for. If only you could tell your own son. Uh, hey, you're not meant to be here too early. Go away. Uh, later. Oh, oh bugger. I, I, t- I tell you what, I tell you what, Barnsley, you just mentioned Big Joystick and it brought me out from under the table quicker. Right, uh, anyone get- coming out from under the tables, uh, Weatherspoons pubs have tables. <laughs> You're yes. getting so tenuous now. <laughs> Squeeze it in there somehow. Squeeze it in there somehow. You know what I I do sometimes? On a Friday or Saturday night, I'll go onto the Weatherspoons app and I'll just order a plate of peas and send it to a random table. I'm not even... I've sent them to ones in London. I've sent one in Manchester before. It's been like 20-odd years since I've last been in Manchester. 
But I just... Oh, it was you. You keep sending peas to my table. I was on a date and she said, who ordered these? And I said, I didn't know. No, I made her pay for them at the end. <laughs> it's you. It's you that... Probably. Oh. I have sent them to the Ashford one a couple of times. Oh. I don't live in Ashford. I live in Kent. Just, just, just in case stalkers try to get me. No, I just, I just thought you went on a date in Ashford once. I did. I did go on a date in Ashford once with with an un, un, unexclosed lady. Is that the word? An unclothed lady. An, an unclosed lady. <laughs> I did have sex with the cleaner from Weatherspoons once. It, it was nice, nice. It was Wednesday. It was a Thursday, so we had a curry afterwards. <laughs> I don't think it's Thursday anymore, is it? They've changed the day. I don't know. It's weird. So why are you bring up regular spoons? Yeah. Well, not just because of, uh, of of Paul playing with the app. Uh, there is a man who is on a mission to collect something oh, from yes. every single Weatherspoon in the UK. But what? What is he trying to collect from? Now, every- I, I know the answer to this, so I'm going. To I know be- the answer as well. Um, is is he trying to collect chips? No, a, chip, a chip from from nine hundred and twenty five restaurants. I got the same for the same uh, story. And right, is he trying to collect <laughs> lemon urinal cakes? From oh, whoa! No, is it chips? And does he have a little panini album where he actually has chips stuck into it? One chip from each restaurant. Is, is he collecting bowls of peas that seem to be come to his table every time that he turns up? <laughs> By the way, if you're, if you're in a weather spoon, or is it chips like the news story says? If you're on a weather spoon, set at table fifteen. Table fifteen always gets a bowls of peas. If <laughs> oh. I'm ordering uh, uh, this Saturday, yes. this Saturday, if you're in the Sir Norman Wisdom, no, sorry, this Friday, if you're at the Sir Norman Wisdom at half past eight, get yourself to table fifteen. There'll be a table of peas arriving. A table of peas. Oh no, actually no, because this goes out on Saturday. I bugger it! I do it two Saturdays on the trot at the Sir Norman Wisdom and Deal. I'm going to send. <laughs> Only cost about fifty cents, I think. Okay, but yes, as uh, as you rightly claimed, he's collecting a chip from every single one of the nine hundred. Apparently, apparently, he's taking um, some of those things off of the notice board that you put things up onto the the posters up with. He's having a chip and pin album. But yes, he's uh, he's collecting a, a chip, a nice bit of fried potato, keeping it in his uh, trading card collection book. And uh, do you know how he's preserving these chips? Um, he's he's putting them in a little folder, isn't he? Yeah, but what? How else is he preserving them? Uh, well, in the microwave. He's he's um, sucking them before putting them in. Oh, God. <laughs> Probably, but that's not how he's protecting them. Because isn't it, he's got it in like a little Pokemon deck. Thing, little plastic it? wallets, isn't it? Yeah, and he's also coating them in Vaseline. I was close. <laughs> you, you was close, yeah. He's not keeping them chips for the right reason. Well, They're going somewhere else. I think they've got nice little labels on them as well with the, the name of the place, the name of the actual thing in the town that he's in. Because uh, some towns have got more than one weather spoon, such as Canterbury near us. They've got two, the top spoons and the bottom spoons. And both of them are technically bottom spoons. What's wrong with taking a photo of every weather spoon you go to? Why a chip that is just... Why not? 
And that's got that's got a book deal written all over it. That has. Yeah. Oh yeah. Have you seen Stephen Fry and his ties? He's he's got loads of ties and tells you where the ties come from. No, but yeah. I have read his um, book where he travels to every state capital in America. And the only reason I brought it for was because I know Dover's a state capital in there. In America, he <laughs> writes three lines about it. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a statement from Weatherspoons about this. It goes, Weatherspoon has numerous fans who love to visit all the pubs and record their visits. Others take photos of the carpet, but this gentleman is one of a kind. We wish him well in his venture and hope he manages to achieve his aim. Don't encourage him. That does sound like a letter when you get fired. Like, yes, with his future endeavours. Off you go, son. Just please, stop. No. He's gone off. He's gone off to pursue interests elsewhere. <laughs> yeah. If only he would. But no. Keeps coming back to Weatherspoons. Keep coming back to Weatherspoons. Oh, Have man. a potato snack. Ooh, they're chips. Today I got 28 from Portsmouth. Tomorrow, maybe 42 in Accrington. Oh, look at the size of this chip. I can't wait to get the Vaseline, to give it a little dip, to pull in my card pocket. I can't wait to get home and charge my phone from the socket. Am I a dreamer? Am I a dreamer? Anyway, Trev, have you got anything good? I've, I was just enjoying his face, like he, he was thinking, please stop me, please stop me. And we're like, no, 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 you keep going, son. You keep, you go to the chorus. <laughs> I'll, I'll be honest, I, I, was, I, I had about another 18 rhymes stored up in my head, ready to go. But I, I, I smell Christmas number one. Or a charity single for living the dream. Yeah. Raise us. I've got a good charity, by the way. It's the um, LTD um, BP. Living What's the dream that? back pocket. <laughs> yeah. So, scientists have found out that women that don't wear much clothes when they go out drinking have a reason why they don't feel the cold. Do you know what the reason is? They've got perverts salivating over them. No. Well, sort of. Um, Superman's also. looking at them with his radiating eyes. Radiator eyes, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> now, apparently, it's because if they feel hot, they feel warmer than they normally would. Well, the so... thing is, my, my dad taught me to do that. When I was younger, playing football and rugby in the really pouring rain and it was cold and miserable, he used to go, pretend you're warm, pretend you're warm. And it worked. And so all the other kids would be sniffling and shuddering on the football field or rugby field and I used to be able to run around them and look good um, I was known as the winter player there you go are you, t- are you taking that from a Muppets Christmas Carol when uh, Michael Caine says to them uh, would you like to be unemployed and they'll go heat wave and they're wearing like Hawaiian stuff is that is that where they've got it from <laughs> maybe maybe that's what it Michael Caine's best performance. That is, the, don't I don't give a shit about the other films. Oh, t- blowing the bloody doors off. No, talking to Muppets. I tell you what, Muppets Christmas Carol as well. If you look in the back, one of the shops is called Mickle Once. Yeah, Mickle. that's it. That's that's his original surname, Morris Micklewhite. That's that might appear in the quiz later on. 
What is Sir. Michael Caine's real name? Sir! Sir Michael Caine, the E. Sure. Yeah, I do that with Elton John. I just keep going, go on, Reg. Go on. Go on, play that piano, Reg. Go on. I bet he hates that if they call him by real name. Didn't, do you know what happens if you call um, Sir Elton John Reg? What happens? He, uh, he puts you on a register. No, he, he just ignores you. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say something and I thought, no, I'll save uh, my libelious claims for later. <laughs> Geraldine. <laughs> Geraldine's good at that sort of thing. Um, right, I have a, a weird news story here about a couple who have named all of their children, 11 at the moment, number 12 is on his way, uh, 11 children, all using the same four letters in their name. Oh, I tell you what, this reminds me a bit of um, one of my friends who had six children, but she <laughs> called them all the same name. Uh, there's all, oh, what's the name? Um I think there's all called Stephen or something like that, or Bailey. Yeah, there's all called Stephen. And um, I said, well, don't that get confusing when you call them? She said, no, I'll call them by their surname. <laughs> Terrible. So um, the this couple then, they've named their kids using the letters A, E, L, and X. There's seven girls, four boys. And yeah, all using just those same letters and variations of that. So there are some very weird names. Alex. W well done. Lexa. Yeah. Alex was the eldest. So that was the easiest one to do. Alex, uh, who's 13. Then Axel. 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 is Yeah, X-E-L-A. Um, then you have Lexa. Then X-A-L. Which is uh, yeah, um, and then that that's with X A E. Has anyone got social services number about? Yeah, I know. It's just Lex Lex X. Are they really good at Scrabble? Then, is this what, what are they doing this for? Only with those four letters, though. No others. Boggled. Boggled. Boggles. <laughs> I mean, this is a thirty-two-year-old lady coming out of all these different things. Um, it's just all these you can't just call her children things, they you are things. all these different things falling out of her. They can't pronounce their bloody names. The what's, last her, one? what's her name? Uh, her name, um, is uh, Gwenny. Oh, yeah, Gwenny and Blackett because, um, Gwenny Blackett, I can't pronounce the surname, it's a strange surname. Uh, middle name Sabina, though. There you go. And that from, from the baby scan. You should have seen her. So she's got more letters in her name than her children combined. Yeah, yeah. She's from Belgium. So oh, there we go. There we go. The parents are Gwenny Blackett and Marino Verino. Vanio? Vanio. Yeah. Anyway, there's more letters. <laughs> But why? Just why? All these weird names. No, why's not one of them. Why's not one of them? <laughs> Just A, E, L and X. But, oh, yeah, seven girls, four boys at the moment, and another boy on the way. Why? Anyway, it sounds like a good party. Yeah. Bloody hell. That's just crazy. I mean, why? Why with these names? It's just stupid. I mean... And hey, it's stupid get... to you. It makes sense to them. Yeah. Hasn't 
Because um, Michael Jackson's kid Blanket changed his name, isn't he? Like Biggie or something now. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't called Blanket. That's what the he media, was called Blanket. That's, it, that's what the media dubbed him because oh. he walked around with a blanket on his head. Oh, I thought that was his actual name. No. <laughs> oh, right. I'm getting most of my information from South Park. I think. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you get people that have uh, names that are ambiguous and could be either a girl's name or a boy's name, such as Chris. And Joe. And um, Paris. And Prince. Paris, Prince and Prince. They're the three um, Jackson children. Oh. Um, uh, but Prince... Are you, are you Googling Prince. it? <laughs> um, but the other, the youngest Prince is called Prince Michael Jackson II. I, I could remember Paris and Prince, but I didn't realise his third child was called Prince II. Um and later known as Squiggly Mark the second. Yes, yes, well done. A joke Paul. I don't get. Yet. Paul, um, did you find any uh, any interesting stuff to talk about this week? No. Oh, so. oh. <laughs> One bother. <laughs> I, I did. Well, that's um, the end of that then. Well done. Yeah. Where's Dave? It's Dave there. It's Dave there. Where's Dave? Oh, yeah. I've, I've got a new story. I oh. didn't literally. I didn't literally mean that. Yeah, well, uh, uh, well, Paul threw on the floor because I'm so upset with it, but I think it's a good news story. Do, do you want to hear it? Okay. Yeah, um, so, well, this was a video that I watched, which is great for podcasting, and there's a German shepherd, and he was he, he was bringing the ball to a newborn baby, and he's going, whoa, 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 because the baby wouldn't throw the ball to play fetch. It's funny. Um, however, however, um, ooh, there was there was some weird news. Some more. Do you want to hear about that? Why is Dave doing this? Uh, because Paul's just stormed off. All oh, right. Um, well, if you want, do you want Paul back? No, no, that's fine. Yeah, no, no one ever. You're building your part. I've you, mate. You're doing the quiz, now. You're doing the news stories. He's slowly yeah. taking over. It's going to be well, called Dave's Living the Dream podcast, isn't it? It won't be long. Uh, no, I don't, don't want that. Don't want that. Um, well, but right, anyway, um, so this, you, you know, the Tinders. I know the Tinders. Yeah. Other, other dating profiles are available. I think um, I'm, I'm building a fire. Puff. 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 The genie one. Grinder. I'll tell you what, Paul uh, Paul joined Plenty of Fish a while back because uh, he reminded him of his girlfriend. It's what she smelled like. Oh, thanks for that, Jody. But anyway, um, this, is, this is about a bloke who, who went on a blind date. He, this, is, this isn't like the old like the, 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 the app dating. This is old school blind, blind dating. He went for a dinner with his two friends and one of his friends had invited her friend along um, to to go on a double date. Anyway, whilst he was sat there waiting for his dinner, um, this lady came over and spoke to the two friends and said, I'm just going to the bar. And then she left and she ended up texting her friend saying, I know I'm desperate, but I'm not that desperate. That's that was the end of the date for him. Oh, 
And here's my weird news for the week. Is that weird news or just a date that you've you've you went on? That's a that's a date that I've been on. <laughs> Not recently, of course, because I'm happily married. Am I a dreamer? Am I, am I a dreamer? We're now in November, so of course everyone's talking about Poxy Christmas. Oh, fuck. Uh, we had some lovely fireworks last week, didn't we, Critters? Fireworks. We, we didn't speak about what we'd done this week. No. Jeff comes on and the whole system's gone to put. Last oh. week, we didn't talk about what we got up to during the week either. I say yeah. bring back AMJ, but yeah. keep Trev. So, uh, so Paul, what have you been up to? <laughs> what have I been up to? I went to Lydon Racetrack, uh, Lydon Hill Circuit, this weekend uh, for... Some lovely motor racing. I I, I actually quite enjoy motor racing. Um, but uh, all there, the racing there. there was a lot of excitement. There was lots of crashes. It got dark. There's a little bit of wet on the thing. And the car blew up in flames. Yeah. And, um, you lots only of came people. for some of the racing, though. You only came for the after the evening a bit. Well, yeah, I didn't. Think I Sarah did. and I were there from like nine o'clock in the morning. Yeah, well, you didn't have to pay for it. Yeah, and the bonfire was quite big after the car exploded. <laughs> yeah. uh, everyone was fine. The car didn't blow up. It was just oh, didn't fire. it? Just a bit on fire. A bit Only on a little bit on fire. fire. On fire. Yeah, the fire, fire that I saw did not look a little bit on fire. No, it yeah. no. If anything sets fire, it is on fire. It's not a little bit on fire. It's on fire. <laughs> it's on fire. And the, I mean, the uh, the emergency crews got there really quick and sorted it out. And everyone was fine. Well, so. I've, just, I've just seen Critters' name. <laughs> hey, can you is. see his name up on the screen? I can only see half of it. He's put, please get Paul some mental health help. What's that all about? I don't know. I don't know what you're about. Did you, when did you put that up? I didn't do anything. Now, so you could read it this week, but last week you just called me Chris. So, yeah. how does that work? Because because I'm, I've I've got him up this week. Oh, All right. Right. Well, hello. Call you the wrong name. Um, yeah, but no. And the fireworks, what spectacular they were! I I accidentally walked into the media tent uh, during the weekend as well. Yeah, didn't see you there. No, coming further because we was around the corner. In the VIP section. Well, yeah. to be honest, I think you could have got into any section. It wasn't very well guarded. No, um, no, not this time. I, wasn't. Although they've got plans to uh, to sort it all out. I mean, they are building there next year, and uh, to increase the uh, the VIP section, and uh, and it's just going to be so much better next year. And a new access road as well. Because how long did it take you to get out of Lynn Hill? Um, a very very long time. Yeah, so um, a lot. They, I don't think they quite expected the level of attendance that they had. And of course, and, there, uh, there was a, there was a road closure as well, which didn't help. Yeah. Um, well, they always shut then, the road. You can you can never turn left out of out of Lynn Hill because that takes you down to the little village, and they don't want you yeah. to disturb the locals. So they want to keep good relations with the locals. So you have to go out the one road to get onto the A2. So that's why they're building a nice new access road. So next year, there's going to be the nice new access road, which will take you out to the traffic lights, so you don't have to go all the way down to Walesham. And uh, and new building work going to be starting. It's, it's going to be so much better next year, even though this year was brilliant. It, it was brilliant. I mean, you know, the little child in me was going, this is amazing. I'm walking in the pits. This is amazing. There's a car driving right past me as they're washing it. This is amazing. I can walk in front of this car. 
However, the health and safety in me um, was getting pretty freaked out by how easy it would have been for a small child to be splattered across the bonnet of a race car. You've become everything you hate. Uh, no, I haven't. Oh. I am. <laughs> I am a, yeah. You're now the man you always wanted to be. Yes. Yes, I am. Safety pool. Safety pool. That's me. So what have you been up to then, Trev? Anything good? All right, we gigged in Barnet, and on the way there, I got a message from AMJ saying we'd like to gig in Romford. And I don't know how you, you don't know how long far away it is from each other, but it, it would have taken me like an hour. I have to go off the off the uh, stage at one minute past eight and um, get to Romford. It's like why didn't you ask me before? And, and it also told me my gig had been cancelled in Christmas. I was like, oh, thanks, thanks, mate. Cheers. Talk about a buzz killer before a gig. Have you lot been to the Stooges gig that he does? No. What no. Gig? <laughs> what gig? <laughs> the what one? The Stooges. Where's that? Romford. No, what are I going to Romford for? To go and watch comedy? No. What comedy? What's going on in the beginning of December, Mr. Trevor? Feel good. I'm doing the Comedian's Christmas Party with lots of comedians on and we're going to do a live version of Dave's Quiz Fingers yeah. crossed Fingers okay. crossed because, because and... somebody messaged um, Dave mm-hmm. saying oh it's on the 16th so because yeah. I'm Dave's chaperone I booked the 16th of work having to swap it for the 9th which was my normal day off but oh no now it's been moved to the 9th of December and it's looking highly unlikely I'm going to be able to swap the days back round. Oh, no. You have to blame AMJ. It was AMJ's fault to do that. Yeah. Oh, I can't do it. I've got a gig on. Oh, no. And we're going to do the final roast battle. It is going to be the final one. There will be no, like, draw. There will be a winner. We can't keep doing this. I keep can't re- keep writing jokes about how um, unmusical he is. There right. will be a winner. So does this mean I'm going to be writing jokes for you and AMJ again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'll be asking you about um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the donkey's entry and all, all the stuff that he's done. Yeah. Uh, oh, you know what? I was I meant to uh, to tag AMJ the other day because an advert came up on LinkedIn for the uh, donkey sanctuary. I was like, mm, do I tag him? Do I not? <laughs> Did you see? I saw most halted once and. Yvette filled in said, hello, hello, you lovely people. It's like, she's been possessed by the ghost of AMJ. <laughs> yes. Um, so the- yes. I'm afraid I missed all of that. My, my, uh, you, I lost you for a moment. Oh, no. Um, but, uh, bonjour, senorita, to you too. Uh, well, you, you have to listen to the podcast then, won't you? Yeah. No. Um, so the comedian's Christmas party free. So this is free. What? Sorry. Where, what happened with the first two? Well, the first one was at the Dead Pigeon in 2019, and then the second one was going to be in a venue, and then COVID happened. So then it got put onto Zoom. So we did it on Zoom, and Sharon, who runs Much Laughter, watched it in the bath. Because she thought it was going to be like Facebook and no one could see her, which was the weirdest gig I've ever done. <laughs> Apart from when I do Paul Tiggy ones. Okay. So, yeah. So Apart from when you do stand and deliver, is that what you just said? Yeah, that's what I just said, yes. 
I keep losing connection. I might have to go in a minute. Well, I'll tell you what. Shall we just, uh, if we, we'll let you go, Paul, and we'll get Dave in and, uh, and Geraldine and we'll do the quiz. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Let's get I'm already in. Don't worry, pets. Uh-oh. This could be trouble, Trev. It's just me, you, an elephant and a giraffe. What more could go wrong? Isn't that our start of a joke? Don't a DJ, me. a comedian, and a giraffe, and an elephant walk into a bar. Find and hilarity ensues. <laughs> that's, that's generally well, the... Uh, not this podcast, then, is it? <laughs> Fuck's sake. Right, you piss off, Paul, and let's get Dave in. Bye. Bye, Paul. Bye, Paul. Glad he's gone. Yeah, thank God. Am I a dreamer? Am I, am I a dreamer? Dave, Dave, are you there? Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Hello, everyone. How you doing? Yay, we're all good. Well, I'm glad the uh, my enthusiasm was met by our guests. So, hello. Am I, am I supposed to speak? Yeah. Well, you could have just gone. Yeah, I'm excited. Should we try? Yeah, again? I'm excited. Ooh, well, yeah, that don't seem scripted at all. Nice one. Right, we've got four lovely guests today, and they're going to go in teams. Now they don't know what teams they're in yet because I've not decided, but I'll let them know right now. Right, Trevor Feelgood, you're teaming up with the celebrity mystery guest who's not got glasses, and DJ Critters, you're one with the glasses. Right, let's go around the room and introduce ourselves. My name's Dave, and I'm the host, with my friend Geraldine. Oh, we've not done a, we, we, we've not done a jingle. No. Get the jingle done now. Get it, get it, get it done. Okay, you ready? Yeah. I'm glad at least one of you are ready. Right. It's time for the quiz with Dave the Elephant and Geraldine Giraffe. My name isn't alliteration like Geraldine's, but I don't care because I'm a cute little elephant. (laughs) It's E.G. Right. So, first of all, we're going to go Trev. Trev, introduce yourself, please. I'm Trev. And tell us a fantastic fact about yourself. Uh, I'm very ambidextrous. I can write with both hands. Congratulations. I'm bambidextrous. I can stroke deer with both hands. (laughs) Trev, there's no need to shout into the mic. I know you're excited. Sorry. Yeah, at the beginning... I was really good at the microphone, and now I know I've lost the plot, haven't I? You're right. Yeah, we have. Anyway, let's move on with the quiz. We ain't got time for bloody show business. Um, oh, who's on your team, Trev? Introduce them, please. Uh, uh I think Wilson's on the team because he's the one with glasses. Is that is that what you were saying? Congratulations, you've got a memory. Yay! Do I get a point? Maybe we'll Sorry. see. Tell me a bit about yourself. Uh, I've got glasses. He's not talking about me. Oh, what a silly Billy he is. He's got his finger glasses. Uh, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm Wilson. And um, I have my little toes, the smallest toes. They fold over the one next to them. Oh, Paul's got nails like that where he's not cut them in two years. What a grotty bastard. Right, DJ Critters, over to you. Introduce yourself, please. Oh dear. Um, 
So I'm Mark, or you could be DJ Critters, I don't care. Uh, I'm the producer, and I try to keep control of it, but it doesn't work very well very often. So I'm blaming Geraldine. It's her fault. Right, okay. That's This sounds fair enough. She may not like that when she appears later. No, introduce your teammate, please. Uh, it's the other one with glasses. Oh, on my screen, it's just below me. Who? Oh, how kinky. Okay. Right. Empty mystery guest, reveal yourself, please. Not on camera. We'd all get sacked. Hi, I'm Luke. Uh, interesting fact about me is I've got brand new teeth. I've just been to Turkey. Look at that. Oh, I thought so. All I can I say is so. they look smashing. You look like a dapper Clark Kent. Thank you very much. How much do they cost? Four large. Four, 400 quid. Larger than that. <laughs> million. <laughs> Four million. Four million. Oh, wow. Million squillion. Now, how did that... Oh, he's doing well for himself. <laughs> Must be funny, man. Oh, he's not anymore. He's just spent all his money on his lovely teeth. <laughs> That's why he's doing and, this. And he's gigging at the Louis. He lose them quite quickly. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I needed them replaced. Oh, I'm only joking. The Louis is a lovely, friendly establishment. And I'd love to go back. Right. So, on with the quiz, shall we? Yeah. Yeah. Go on. So, first question. Oh, bloody hell. We haven't done team names. Uh, Uh-oh. Tre- Trev and Chris, pick a name for yourselves. Trev and Chris. I think you mean Trev and Wilson. I haven't got a clue. I don't have a good memory. I'm a I'm not I'm not a stereotypical elephant. Should we call ourselves um the fat comics, Trev? <laughs> if you want, yes. All right. The fat um, comics. The fat comics. Paul, who's risen back to 20 stone. Um, DJ Critters and Luke, what's your team name? What do you reckon, Luke? What should we call our team name? Eight eyes. Eight eyes, yeah, I like that. I love that. Very good. There we go. So, um, well, that's a quite uh, self-explanatory one. But, Wait, uh, can we change our name? Can we change our name? Hold on, I'm just about to ask, why Fat Comics? No, I've changed it back because I just looked at Trev's picture and I thought Fat Comics, but I'm not fat. So, can we just go six eyes? All right, what are you suggesting? <laughs> I'm not, I'm not <laughs> suggesting it. I'm saying it outright. All right. <laughs> well, how about that? Paul is uh, probably a lot heavier than you. I, I, I like six eyes because then it goes with eight eyes. Right. I've never... This is like an episode of The Apprentice now where people are just getting on my nerves. And let's just go on with the task. We can right. work out a name later. Oh, can, can we, we be in, can we be Endeavour or something like that? That's the kind of name they have on The Apprentice. Endeavour. Endeavour. A pub in Dover. Endeavour. (laughs) The old. And the new. Right, let's get on with it before I lose the will to live. So, we're starting off with... We've lost lost several listeners already. They've all gone, oh, fuck this. We can't go into negative. We've only got one. Right. So, DJ Critters and the lovely Luke, uh, Eight Eyes... From what grain is the Japanese spirit sake made? Do you know? I'm going to go for rice. 
I think you're right, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Straight to the point. Let's not be funny about it. No, Um, no, not being funny in this one. I could have gone for a stereotypical rice, but I wasn't going to. I mean, just just for the sake of it, we'll go for rice. You you could have blamed it on your new teeth. Right. (laughs) Endeavour. Endeavour, endeavour. From what grain is the Japanese spirit sake made? Is it uh, is it Japanese knotweed? Ooh, I don't know. I don't know the answers. Geraldine does. Would you Isn't like that what helps uh, Harry Potter breathe underwater? Trevor, do you want to have a guess or not, mate? No, no, no. You've got it, mate. It's fine. I've got it. I've got, it, got this. You've got this. Come on. Yeah. Oh, stop shouting down the mic. You're ruining everything. Knotweed. Go away. Knotweed. <laughs> Right, I'm afraid I thought you said knobweed there, Wilson, and I love knobs, so you get yourself five bonus points. Uh, DJ Critters, you tried to be funny, you ruined it because you won, you lost yourself three points. However, your team gets the points back because of that dazzling smile there by Luke. He's got a lovely set of gnashes, and I wouldn't mind them biting my nips. So, uh, five points to... Endeavour in six points to eight eyes. Thank you very much, Geraldine. Right, next question. Who is ready for this question? Ready. Okay. So. Oh. Oh. This now, Wilson. I know that you you like vegetarian food. It has been known. You're going to love this question then. What does... Oh, no, sorry. I'm reading out the wrong question. What's longer, a nautical mile or a mile? A nautical mile. And that is, of course, for Team Endeavour. Nautical. By nautical, you do mean sex chat line, don't you? I've never been on such a thing. I'll consult with Geraldine. I tell you what, there used to be a really good phone, phone line back in the 90s, which is 0808 50 50 50. And I used to pretend to be a man because that was gay chat. And there, oh, I tell you what, the things they used to do with their dumbbells, I tell you. <laughs> they put my quim in the quiver for days. Well, thank you very much, Geraldine. So, uh, the question to Endeavour is uh, what's longer, a nautical mile or a mile? What do you think, Trev? Um, a nautical mile. Go nautical. Nautical. Oh, who's naughty and tickling? Right, over to eight eyes. Um, what's longer, a nautical mile or a mile? Well, I've always wondered this with uh, with the proclaimers wanting to walk five hundred miles and another five hundred <laughs> miles. That would definitely be walking across the sea, so that would be nautical miles, wouldn't it? Really. If they're walking like a thousand miles, then yeah, there's no land for a thousand miles. So, hmm. Do they not turn around halfway through? Okay. They're not going there and coming back. Wow. So where's the question? They've got no album coming out, haven't they? Don't know why. Oh, it's already anyway. come out and it's really good. I, I heard I heard it being played at quarter past five in the morning about three months ago for one of their new songs. It's fantastic. They're doing a tour they as well. Proclaim. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, see what you did there. I proclaimed it because it's the proclaimers. <laughs> oh, Wilson, you're funny. 
Very good. Anyway, um, I don't think AIs have come out with an answer. Yeah, I think I think because because the proclaimers would have to go over lots of water. I reckon I'm going to go with. Uh, I reckon it's uh, nautical. What do you reckon, Luke? We got we got to confer on this. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Nautical. It must be harder walking on water than it is walking on land. I've only known one bloke to do it, a David Blaine, wasn't it? Dynamo's done it as well, son. Oh, that's it. And yeah. Jesus made it look like a piece of piss and all, according to the reports. Anyway. <laughs> Another guy did it before them, though, didn't they? Allegedly. What, before Jesus? No, no, before <laughs> David Blaine. No, I said Jesus, son. Oh, I'm sorry. I think he made yeah. it look like a piece of piss. I mean, I've I've walked across a piece of piss, so I don't know if that's if that counts. Yours or someone else's? That's what happens when you turn thirty. I've heard men's penises just start dribbling piss after they've peed. And anyway, women's penises. I don't have one, thank you. We obviously don't go to the same clubs, Wilson. I've been strap on. I don't know what's going in or out of it anymore. <laughs> but in the. I would walk 575 nautical miles and I would walk 575 more nautical miles or 1.15 miles. So the answer is nautical miles. And uh, so seven points all around. Congratulations. I'm happy you can see it on my boat race. Oh, he's doing... I love a man who does company rhyming slang. You got yourself six points. <laughs> Right. Well, so, well, I'm a, I'm a bit upset that nobody was proud of Geraldine for working out quite quickly that 1.15 miles converting to 500 miles was 575. But there you go. Never mind. It's a bit too highbrow. A bit too highbrow. Right. So let's go oh, back to the jokes. I don't know any. I'm sure Geraldine knows a few. Right. Okay. So. This question is going to Endeavour second. So we're going to eight eyes now. Eight eyes, are you ready for your question? Go on. Right. That's so much enthusiasm. It almost <laughs> knocked me off my chair. So. I suppose so. Are you ready for this? Yeah. Let's do How it. How many horses? I'm ready. I'm, I'm, I'm hyped. It's better. Thank you. So. How many horses on each team in the polo match? Oh. And that's to eight eyes first. What sort of polo? But not water polo, because the horse would drown. <laughs> exactly. There's not many in that, is there? Unless you're playing on seahorses. <laughs> but that's a fish, and it's the slowest fish in the world. Is it a fish? Is it? Is it really? Yeah, it really is. That's a true fact. It's one of the very few things I remember. Is that one of the upcoming questions? Not this week, but it may be next week. <laughs> you have to remember that then. Um, so not the mints one. Not 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 that kind of. You can't get a horse on on a polo mint. They fall through the hole, don't they? That's the problem. Yes, exactly <laughs> what happens. Oh, talking of little horses, who's read Tim the Tiny Horse by Harry Hill? I've read horse. I've read horse books. Oh, we'll see what you've done there, Wilson. You've spoken <laughs> a horse voice. <laughs> right. So, eight eyes. Uh, answer, please. I have no idea, Luke. Have you? Have you? Do you know anything about polo? 
it's got to be an even number mm. if it's on two teams. Uh, there does seem a lot of them, but they it's quite busy. Mm. What a dozen? A dozen? Yeah, we'll go with that. I'm going a baker's dozen or a regular dozen. Just your good old fashioned regular dozen, I would say. It is then. Right. Okay. So, same question to my wonderful Endeavour friends. Listen, um, Trevor, I don't know about you, but I think 24 horses on one pitch would be a lot, don't you? It would be a oh, lot, yeah. Oh, don't let me ask the question, please. I'm glad that you're excited, though. How many horses are on each team in the polo match? Now, I've seen clips of Prince Harry and Prince William knocking his balls about. And I've seen him. Oh, I've seen those videos too, son. <laughs> Don't step on his punchline. They're like Newton's cradles. Gone, bum, yeah, bum, yeah. bum. Take me. Don't know what's fucking it. it. And, uh, and there's a lot of space on the pitch, don't you think? <laughs> I, I think it's about seven because Paul's, uh, uh, Dave has done this question before. Oh, oh, I, really? haven't. <laughs> I haven't. Yeah, I think you have. No, no, yeah. I haven't. The question oh. that I used before was how many chuckers are there in a polo match? And oh, it was right. seven. The answer is oh. six. Oh, can we go with six then? Uh, yeah, but he, he, in a polo match, he said, but he didn't say a horse polo, did he? Or is it no. the same thing? It's the same thing, son. Should we go with six then, Trev? Yes, go with six. I got a feeling it's wrong, but let's go with six. All right, twenty-four then. Let's go with twenty-four. No, no. Oh. no we're going with six. Ah, come on! I'm, In the afraid, I'm afraid you are both wrong. There are only four horses per team, Ooh. and there are six chockers on the field because each team has three chockers. And there's another position which I've not bothered to research what it's called because it's not part of my f-ing job, you bastards. However. Um, you all get three points each, apart from Trevor. He's lost two points because he's shouting in the microphone and hurt my delicate ears. You bastard. Oh, thanks very much. Jody. Right. Oh, this question is going all the way to Endeavour first. Now, Endeavour. Oh, no. Trev, I understand that you love, that you love the comedy. Yes, I do love the comedy. Excellent. This question will be right up your street then. EastEnders began broadcasting on BBC One in which year? I know the answer to that, Trev. Do you? 1980-something. I I think it was 1985. There we go. Bosh! Take that, Elephant. Take take that. Is that your final answer? In your trunk. Take it in your trunk. I'm going to go with 85. So I'm used to endeavour waffling a load of old before they get on with the answer. I was, I was taking it back you got so quick. Right, same question to you, AIs. EastEnders began broadcasting on BBC One in which year? I think it's earlier than that. Yeah. Corrie's been, been around for years. Corrie's been around since like the 50s, but EastEnders, I think, I reckon in the 70s? No, nah, a bit later than that, because I didn't talk about it in primary school. Uh, and I would have been in secondary school at <laughs> 1982. So I reckon it's like. What primary school kids were nattering about EastEnders? What, 
Did you go to primary school? And did you watch Corrie last night, mate? <laughs> yeah, of course I did. I'll tell you what, I used to go, when I was at primary school, our favourite game was Albert, and we used to throw each other out of our pubs. <laughs> but we didn't have, like, YouTube and all that, like these and, kids have nowadays. And, and Paul Paul went so far ahead that he ended up looking at Ian Bill. Now, we only watched Harry Enfield and Chums. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love Harry Enfield and Chums. Yeah, I reckon. I've just realised you've put the two oldest ones on the same team. It's not fair. She would be a younger and older one. Oh, what are you doing? Luke's only thirty-one. Yeah, I'm ancient. I'm, I'm probably the young. oldest. I've got young teeth, though. Yeah, he's got lovely teeth. <laughs> I tell you what, don't, don't don't go where my mum went. Because the poachers killed her for her ivory, they might have your f-ing teeth away. Keep it light, keep it light. Sorry, how old are you, Wilson? 35. 35, you're older than, than Paul, uh, younger than Trev, and younger than DJ Critters, and older than Luke's teeth. <laughs> so, you are the third youngest here tonight. All right. No. Anyway, we've got distracted. Eight eyes. Yeah. Uh, what, when, what year do you reckon then? Look, talking about EastEnders back in the primary school days. 83, 84. It's one of them two, I'd say. So you go 84 then, just to be slightly different yeah. from the others. Yeah, let's do it. Oh, yeah. Do right. it. I'll tell you what. Eight eyes, you can absolutely kick yourself. It's not 84. You should have gone with the answer they went. It's 85. Yeah. Well done, Endeavour. Get in. Oh bloody hell! Next door neighbours falling downstairs again. <laughs> I was just about to say you got to shut up because of copyright. Eight seconds before you have to pay any royalties. You get in trouble. Probably, that's a different matter though, as I found out to my effect two weeks ago. Right. So moving on. Oh. oh. This oh. question's going to go to eight eyes first. Uh-oh. Now, Luke, uh, as an acquaintance of Paul, I understand that you love films. Don't mind a bit of films, yep. Great, because this, this is going to be right up your street, this question. Which US state was Donald Trump born in? That's your He's given us a clue, isn't he, to do with films? Don't take it as a clue, mate. I, uh, I asked Wilson about he likes vegetarian food and asked him about polo. <laughs> There's no clues in this game because I ain't got one. I've you got can't no refer idea. out loud. Unfortunately, the, le- the, the, the listeners won't have the telepathic skills of you two. Why not? Why not? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Which, was it which state? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, Geraldine's begging to come to the microphone. I'll tell you what, his, his mum's funny was in the right state after he gave birth. So was America. That's appropriate, Geraldine. That's not appropriate. And America was in the right state after he finished. Um, it's got to be somewhere he, pretty south, do you reckon? Well, no, I reckon because he was in Home Alone 2, wasn't he? And that was uh, Trump Tower. Isn't Trump Tower um, like yeah, New York? He wasn't born in Trump Tower, though, was he? I don't know. You never know, do you? Never know. Never know. Ask him. Um, I reckon it's like New York State. I reckon it's up that way. New York, New York. 
Yeah, yeah, I reckon it is. Yeah. It's a hell of a town, New York, New York. Cool. Yes, Come on, then. I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah. I like the logic. Yeah, so, just because of Trump Tower, I reckon. Yeah, I reckon he was born there. Just because yeah, that's probably why he's gone back and enjoyed it. Uh, Endeavor. Where was Donald Trump born? That what wasn't I, in Devon. U.S. state. Trevor, I think it's New York as well, dude. Washington. Uh, it wasn't Washington. It was New York. Uh, oh, do you want to hear my New York impression? No. no. There <laughs> <laughs> it goes. We're a team. We're, we're a team. We say no together. Coffee. Coffee. Yeah. This, this now do you know no impression? <laughs> now, now do your old York impression. I don't get it. <laughs> right. He had ten thousand men. That, that's the old old Duke of York. I had one underage girl, allegedly. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Is that libelous? I don't know if they're libelous or not. I think if you use the words allegedly, you're okay. Allegedly. Oh, allegedly, Paul Tiggy storms gigs. There's no allegedly about that, son. Never it's happened. Never, it's never happened. No. So, the end of it as you're both in New York. Am I correct in my understanding? Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Congratulations. You've got yourself 62 points each. Do I get more for doing the accent? Um, I found it a bit smarmy, but in the new, if you can send a New York accent, Geraldine, I want to wrap your kidneys around my cock. You get five hundred bonus points. <laughs> Geraldine, <laughs> I want to wrap your kidneys around my. <laughs> five hundred points. Thank you very much. That's for the frig bank tonight. Right, uh, I don't know what a frig bank is, but let's carry on. So. Oh, oh, now, now, this is going to endeavor first. What question are we on? What number? Oh, I don't know. Let's carry on. We're having a good time. <laughs> How many have we done so far? I don't know. I've lost count. Oh, this is question number six, Ooh. I believe. Ooh. I, don't, oh, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I just don't know anymore. Who are doing five? So, we only do six. All right. So, right. Are you ready? Yeah. Yeah. So this is going to Endeavour first. And DJ Critters, you've got an advantage because you live in Dover on this one. So what do the French call the English Channel? Oh, do you know it, Trev, or not? And it's not the Dover Straits. Is it Oui Oui Channel? Is it Le Pissing? The Pissing Sea? There's, there's a swimming pool in French. Oh, is it, right. it Le Cervix? I'll tell you what, you're talking about Cervix again, and you're, t- you're making mine go bonkers tonight. Le, anal, pa- Le anal Passage. Anal Leaking. That's the Channel Tunnel. All right, Trev, there's no need to go that far, son. <laughs> always one that takes it too far. Germany must have feel good. He's so trying to get it back out again, so there's a problem. Is it the, the milky reflex? The milky nipple. Right. Uh, the milky nipple is down as your answer. <laughs> uh, eight eyes. Um, right. Are you ready for your question? Yeah. Is it the same question? Yes. 
But go ahead. Sorry. That's all right. Can't copy. Can't copy any of our answers. I don't think they want to. Right. Uh, what do the French call the English Channel? I've got a theory on this. Because they call us the the roast beefs, I reckon they must call that the Bisto. Like That's what it. I reckon. Oh. oh. Do they call it the French Channel? Because they wouldn't call it the English Channel. <laughs> <laughs> Fair oh, half. Trev, you're going to wish you spoke up earlier, son. No, no, that still counts. That still counts. We didn't lock it in yet. Is, is Bisto locked in? Oh. Is it? I could be intellectual if you want, but I could just stay with Bisto. It's up to you. What do you want? Uh, go on. Be intellectual. It's yeah. La Manche. We've gone with leaky nipple, apparently. No. Oh, sorry. Lactating. Le nipple milk. A little milk, yes. Late. Nipple or lay. Isn't that what they call a Milky Way in France? <laughs> le grande, le grande nipple. That was bigger now, was it? Right. What's the answer, Dave? So, yeah, Luke, what are we going for? Je, je, je ne comprends le français on parle l'anglais, s'il vous plaît. Le Philippe. Which does speak English and French? Oh, I just said blowjob. Je m'appelle Urine. Right, I tell you what. Well done to that lovely Luke. He's completely correct. La Manche is the correct answer. Ooh, La Manche. You only get 12 points. And Wilson and uh, Trevor Endeavour get 82 points, even though they got the answer wrong. My quim is a quiver. So, at the end of that... Oh. At the end of that, uh, the scores... Oh, this is very interesting. I've just totaled up the scores and eight hours. Prepare yourself for this. You've got 4,201 points. And... So I forgot their sound effects. I mean, live studio audience. And um, Endeavour, you've got 4,201 points. And for the clever listener out there, that's a tie. <laughs> <laughs> what so, we've got a bonus question tonight. Oh. Now, this one is a free for all. You can talk amongst each other, but your team must come up with an answer each. Bloody hell. So, we all love we all love comedy on this show. And for one yeah. I actually Ah, uh, all right. Yeah, bring it up here. I'm just doing a podcast. Someone's bought me a kebab. Where's mine? Bad. Oh, wait, do we all get a kebab? Is that your lovely fiance? No, that's my brother. He has got long hair. Has he got long hair? I, I didn't yeah, see no. any hair. He could be mistaken from a fiance, yeah. Could he? I hope you not made that mistake. No, no, no. That's all right then. Otherwise, you'd have to move, uh, insert rival town's name here, uh, to, to live. Right. What have you got, so, Wilson? He's going to munch on his brother's kebab. Um, oh. <laughs> Big lamb sheesh wrap. I thought he was vegetarian. I was. I, I have my moments. <laughs> ah, DJ Critters, 
He's gone downhill since he's he's gone downhill ever since AMJ's snagged her. It's all got. I tell you what, it's all gone downhill since AMJ. Just you don't need anything past that. Just AMJ. (laughs) Oh, let's let's start a podcast to get us through lockdown, and the fuckers never here anymore. You know what it is. Originally, I asked him back. 2013 and the end of that said do you fancy doing a radio show with me and it all went tits up from there basically. and it all went better when Paul joined you back in 2014 exactly. now so let's get on with the fucking quiz shall we Dave yeah. is almost fit to burst to ask this question because he's actually got a sensible link into it right. don't mention the war name the five ingredients demanded by one of Basil Forty's guests to make the infamous Wardorf salad. What What are you asking us? Just name the contents in your kebab and we're winning. It's fine. The ingredients in a Wardorf salad. Yeah. Right. Is it a war and a door? Not a wall and a dwarf. No. <laughs> <laughs> and don't Good forget, one. you can talk amongst yourselves for this one. Uh, is it as a whole, as a as a foursome, we answer? We can't really confer, can we? Because everyone can hear what we say. Yeah, so you can confer as a foursome, but mm-hmm. I want the pair's answers at the end. You've got, you've got, okay. until I say stop, to talk to each other. I, I, I think there's, I yeah, think there's... You, you seem posh. Who, who seems posh out of house lot? Luke. It yeah, if anyone was going to be posh, it'd be Luke. Yeah. I mean, look at that. Look at that. Where he is. That's he it. paid four grand for teeth. So, exactly. Yeah. Ask the butler. Well, Tusk got got caught at, at the at the at the border control, and now she died for nothing because they know she's been incinerated. Anyway, back with the quiz. Yeah, Luke. <laughs> just check with your chef. Yep. Well, what I do is I'll put one on room service and I can pick it apart and see what's in it. How long is that going to take? I'm not the one who's had a de- ke- kebab delivered to them, to be fair. Yeah, all right, all right. posh teeth, kebab. It's not the only kebab Wilson's going to get delivered to him later. Salad cream. But uh, lettuce. Uh, an apple. Only water and eat. With the lettuce. Celery. That, that's the world's worst cream. food. Walnuts. I reckon there's walnuts in it because it's got walnuts. Warm... Yeah, you could get walnuts. I'm sure celery's in it because I hate celery. If you've seen Basil Fawlty do do this and he pretended to be beating up the chef, you'd be you'd know what it is. Yeah, I tell you what, I had a bit of Basil in me once. <laughs> Dirty <laughs> bastard fox. On children's television as well. By Geraldine, Geraldine, Mr. Tiggy, Mr. Tiggy, please get her off me. <laughs> right, you does anyone know what's in? Does anyone know what's in this poxy salad? I think, I think, I think it's um, I definitely adore. Right, time's up. So, Endeavour, you're going to give your answers first. Five ingredients, please. Apple, walnuts. Celery, door, anything for you, Trev? Um, uh, uh, cuddly toy, 
um, holiday to, to um, Barbados and um, the phone number of the lady holding the, uh, holding the phone. There's no way there's going to be a phone number in it. <laughs> but there's going to be a door. Okay, let's carry on. Yeah, there might be a door in it. Only a small door. We're not going to win, are we? Eight eyes. Them all. A mouse door. Small a baby mouse door. door. Eight eyes. Which door one? mouse. Door mouse. You had a chance. You're giving us ideas now. Eight, eight eyes. Eight Rodents. eyes. Rodents. What are you going with? Right. Right. Endeavour, I'm going to disqualify you in a moment. You're lucky. <laughs> You're lucky to even be on equal points. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, well, he's probably got lettuce. Most salads got lettuce. It? What yep. type of lettuce? Iceberg. Got to be iceberg. Oh. You're, you're talking to somebody who's lived for the last 10 years. Somebody works in a salad factory. And then before that, he was the greengrocer for six years. So he, he knows all about lettuces. So he wants it to be specific, please. Why is that? Because Dave didn't tell you didn't tell us you worked in, in, in salads. You well, should so know, Paul, because you're, live, you're Romanian. Did I do my lettuce oh, joke no, again? Romaine. Uh, yeah. I said, why is that? Because. That was a, that was a I baby dream, Matt. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know how many lettuces there are. Over 60. I'll accept iceberg. Fluffy or dense? Uh, Tomatoes. Just the uh, tip. <laughs> just the tip. Oh. <laughs> Geraldine will give you a bonus point for that. That's a good joke. Because, because of the catchphrase. That's just the tip of the iceberg. Yes, yes, well done. Uh, what else do you reckon, Luke? What else do you reckon? Apple, definitely apple. Yeah, yeah. Um, how about pomegranate? It's exotic, isn't it? But no, I'm not sure. It's not exotic. <laughs> it's mainly sort of green and white, as far as I can tell. Isn't it my granny near a salad? But in pomegranates don't well, even go... I tell you what, you, you could see it's your apple granny if we're French. Granny Smith. Ah, uh, you've gone too far now, son. <laughs> now chow down on that kebab. Right, how many, how many ingredients have we got so far? Two. Three. Oh, three. Hang on, they've had more time than us. Just tell them to stop. Come on. No, you were dicking around more. Tell oh, yeah, right. We were trying to be funny. Trying. Trying. Oh, we tell operative words. Very so. trying. Very trying. Very. Do you want me to do my Basil Brush impression again? Yeah, no, go on. on. Kill, kill. <laughs> Feel this good air. Oh, do... Mr. Mr. Tiggy, can we do a cashman competition, please? Go on, Mr. Tiggy, please. Mute button. Oh, there it is. I found his mute button. <laughs> um, what else then? Can we do talking... Basil Brush saying walnut, please, for our answer? Walnuts. Walnuts. <laughs> Mr. Tiggy. Anything else? Is that it? I don't know. Where are we at? Uh, if we said five things, yeah, I think so. You've got one more. Oh, cheese, cheese, cheese. Oh, ah, oh, I should have said cheese. Damn yeah. it, hey, no. it's just come oh, to no. me. Yeah, or was that a plowman's? That's no, a plowman's. No, we no. with cheese. No. I would have thought that, but my, my brain, no. my brain. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to read out now. The ingredients to the Wardorf salad. Are you ready? Are you ready, chickers? Not ready yet. No, I'm not ready. Well, let me know when you're ready. Have now I'm ready. I'm in the world. I'm ready now. You ready now? Go ahead. 
You want it? It's effing ridiculous. Well, here we go. So we got celery, apple, walnuts. The first three ingredients that Endeavour said. And then there's grapes and mayonnaise. That is uh, a Waldorf salad. So no the winners this week are Endeavour. That is such a shame because I didn't want them to win, but they have. Congratulations! <laughs> Yay! Makes a change. Don't no. say gay. Don't say gay like that. <laughs> I think you said yay. I said yay. You did say gay, yeah. No, no I said Stop yay. I didn't say gay. I didn't say gay. You can't say gay. You can't say gay. You can. I've just no. said it. Not, you can't it's shout quite out, easy. Man. Just say gay. Can't well, shout out. Yeah. Mm. No. Do, do bungee jumping. No. So, right. <laughs> Carry on. Um, I like it that you always have a nervous breakdown every quiz. It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> no. Well, the thing is... Good morning, madam. The thing is, right, DJ <laughs> really pissed off afterwards and he goes, oh... Well, you and Geraldine have been dicking about all the time. With, now, with, do you know how long it takes to edit this? Yeah, well, maybe you should shut up and let me talk. This, this doesn't need editing. We used to record on a Thursday, but I didn't have enough time to bloody edit it, so we've now what moved part, to recording on a Tuesday. What part, of this, what part of this needs to be taken out, please? Oh, oh, look, it hey. just needs bleeping. Because if we've got the swears, we, we don't get any money. The bleeping. Oh, the police. Um, yeah, but you know, you know that, and you still swear. Yeah, but then we put the beeps on. Yeah, it's fine. we're not doing Morse code. Yeah. Right, for goodness' sake, please just let's just. Dave, right, right. go on, Dave. <laughs> so, at the end of every episode, uh, at the end of every quiz, we we ask our guests to say their name, and I'm a dreamer. So, for example, it'd be, "Hello, my name's Dave, and I'm a dreamer." So, we're going to ask, uh, Wilson, could you do that first, please? But don't say, hello, my name is Dave. I can already see your little f***ing brain doing it. Hello, my name is Wilson, and I am a dreamer. Oh, I love the suspense. Thank you. Uh, Luke, if you could do the same, please. Hello, I'm Luke. I'm a dreamer. Oh, very sincere. Now, before we go, we always ask our celebrity guests to uh, give us a piece of advice. Uh, Wilson, you've been on before, so we come to you first. And Luke can pretend this is like a headline stop for him. So, Wilson. Um, the, the, the older you get, the more, more you have to wash not just your balls and stuff, but your whole body, because you, you smell quicker. And if you don't wash regular enough, you, you, you smell, smell like an old man, basically. You know when you smell an old man walking down the street and you think, oh, he smells like an old man? That's because he's only washing the same amount as he washed in his 20s. you got to increase the wash. And Paul's got to wash more now as well, especially his face, because his hair's... Rapidly receding into his back. Now Good over morning, to you, Luke. Sir. Pardon me, Luke. What? Uh, what's your advice for our listener? Uh, in this digital age, I want to remind you all that smells are analog. So every time you smell something, it's a little bit of that has gone up your nose. <laughs> <laughs>
So from what Wilson's saying, if he's smelling old men in the high street, little bits of old men smell has gone up his nose. That must be why I smell of an old man. I've smelled enough old men to smell like old man. And I tell you what, I've had enough old men go up my nose. (laughs) (laughs) No, over to you, DJ Critters, the producer, to Uh, uh, get them to wrap up with their little bits at the end. So, yeah, now it's your chance to promote whatever you've got coming up. I know... uh, I know you've both got some shows coming up, so who should we go to first, Dave? Which one? Which one do you reckon? Oh, well, that one. That one? Yeah. Which one's that one? That one. You can't just point to the screen. It doesn't work like that. When Listeners I can't touch, see you. When I touch him, my screen goes funny. That one. <laughs> uh, Luke. Luke first. Uh, thanks for the opportunity. Uh, I'm at Laughter at the Louis on the 2nd of December, which is a Thursday. So uh, come and check me out there. Should be fun. Well, it's always a fun night at the Louis. Uh, um, will DJ Critters ask Wilson to promote? Uh, right, Wilson, what have you got to promote? I, I saw your nice flash flyer. I have this. Uh, it's, you realize um, this goes out just audio. There's no video. People can't see that. You have to. Explain oh, it. right. Okay. Well, you this point, I'm holding up a flyer in case anyone's listening. Uh, it's a uh, my my comedy night, my stand up night, professional stand up night in Ramsgate at the Oak Hotel on the 26th of November, and you can get tickets if you go on Facebook and type in Ha Harbour Comedy Club. That's ha ha. Bar Comedy Club, or go to the Oak Hotel and buy tickets at the reception desk in advance for £10. There's only 13 tickets left. Hurry up. And there's only 15 available. Now, I tell you what, Wilson, um, yeah, this isn't done on video. We don't we don't show the video to anyone because it really shatter the fucking illusion of David. So I'm, so I'm naked for no reason. Just for, for no reason, son. I'm enjoying it. I've missed something, am I? Well, the listener, Dave, uh, not Dave, Trev got up and left for a while and he come back to hear Wilson go, I'm naked for no reason. And he enjoyed it. Eating a kebab as well, that was the most disgusting bit. Right, well, you don't get any kebab down your clothes, do you? Ah. Or to spillage. But you do and get it in your lap. <laughs> what you, right. I don't know oh, what you just said, God. something about sauce. <laughs> got my own sauce, I said. Oh, you disgusting beggar. And on that note, uh, so thanks very much uh, for Luke and Wilson for joining us this week. Uh, you've both been awesome. So uh, go and see the shows that they're at. And I think we should all just say good night. Good night. Good night. Bye. Good night. Make sure that you subscribe and give us a nice five star rating on whatever podcast you're using. Musical Insights.